This podcast is now titled You Get What I'm Saying. Yes, after a second rebrand. Links and any previously recorded updates just like this one may get a bit confusing. So check the show notes for updated links. And if you have any questions, just email you get what I'm saying dot podcast at gmail.com. In the spring of 2023, Four Things for Your Podcast was rebranded to the new title Podfluencer Society. As such, some information and links may have changed since recording this episode. Check the show notes for updates, and if you still can't find what you're looking for, just email podfluencersociety at gmail.com. Learn more and follow online at podfluencersociety.com. Welcome to Four Things for Your Podcast, a place where our collective mission is to amplify our messages through podcasting. I'm your host, Angie Griffith, and after a decade in the music business, I've come to realize that the unique mindset and strategies that these globally recognized entertainers are using to achieve their wildest dreams can and should be implemented by entrepreneurs and content creators just like you. So let's think bigger and outside of the box because it's about time your voice goes viral. I hope you all enjoyed the holidays. I certainly did. I actually, I went to South Carolina for the whole month of December. So for those of you who don't know, I'm originally from the South side of Chicago And I moved to Nashville in January of 2009, so about 13 years ago. I always mess up the math on that. But um, I've lived in Nashville. When I moved here, I didn't know a soul. Um, And around that same time, maybe a little bit later, my mom and my stepdad and my little brother and sisters moved to South Carolina. And they didn't have any family there either. The rest of my family is just either up in Chicago or just spread out literally all over the country. So holidays are a little bit tough because um, I have to kind of pick and choose who I go see. And usually I do spend Christmas with my immediate family, my mom, my stepdad, my brother, and my sisters. And this is the first year that, um, well, not the first year. It's one of the first years that we just don't have children in the house, which is just weird around the holidays. Um, so my brother and sisters are much younger than me. My my brother was born when I was 12, and then they were all back to back after that. There's three of them. And so my littlest sister, this is her freshman year in college. And luckily, they're going to college at University, University of South Carolina, which is not far from where my mom lives. She lives in Greenville. Um, or near near Greenville. And um, so they were kind of home-ish. My little brother is in the Air Force and he's based at um, Hill Air Force Base in Utah. And he decided to um, accidentally forget to request his leave for actual around Christmas time and ended up he could only come visit the first week of December. So Therefore, thankfully, I work from home and I run my own business. So it was amazing that I was able to get to see him. Um, But I did go uh, to South Carolina that first week of December. We celebrated Christmas then. (laughs) And, And then I just stayed because why not? I never get to spend that much time with my mom. And it was pretty awesome. But actual Christmas, I will say, was really weird because obviously my brother was already long gone. Um, My sisters were around, but when you're in college, they also were hanging out with their friends and you know, whatever. 
Um, and there were just no little kids around opening presents and it was kind of sad. And so, yeah, I'm excited to one day, hopefully sooner than later, have more kids around for Christmas. <laughs> so anyways, that was kind of my experience. But while I was home for Christmas, I, um, you know, was at the gym and one day and on a run. And I always, get, I don't know about you. I I know this is the case for most people. You get your best ideas when you're able to like really just kind of like clear your mind. And for me, that happens when I'm running, like distance running, or when I am in the shower. I get, those are when I get my best ideas. And so I was like running around the track. Um, and I came up with this amazing idea for an offer for my business. And I, it was the podcast bestie bundle, which I'm sure a lot of you, if you're on my email list or follow me on Instagram, you definitely saw that over the holidays because, um, I just decided, you know, right when I had that idea, I just, you know, put up a quick sales page, jotted down, you know, what exactly it was. And I, pretty much did a two-week launch just over email and social media. Um, And it was just something I was testing. And it was really fun um, just to kind of get to create on the fly. Usually I'm a huge perfectionist. And like, for instance, when I do my podcast launch boot camp, which is a a, a 10-day event where I'm live every day for an hour for 10 days straight, that event usually takes me like well, to actually plan the content took me, I don't know, over a month. And then to prepare for the boot camp is like another month. And it's just like I overthink everything all the time. And I'm trying to stop doing that. Same with the podcast. I'm going to try to like just be more casual about it. Um, I'm not trying to monetize this podcast. This podcast is like an experiment for me to share, you know, what I learn with my clients and just to keep growing as a podcaster. Um but anyway, I kind of got off track. What was I saying? Oh, I was saying I am giving up in 2022. I am giving up perfectionism. So you're going to see me put up a lot more, you know, on the fly offers like that. And you're going to see me taking things like this podcast less seriously and just showing up as who I am and learning as I go and making sure to be the best coach and mentor that I can possibly be for my clients, worrying less about making sure that everything is perfectly in line and perfectly ready to go before it goes out there into the world and focusing more on just being present. I just knocked over my mic. Focusing more on just being present and doing, you know, income generating activities rather than creating Canva graphics all the time, which I am obsessed with Canva. So I'm going to keep sharing graphics because I just love to do it and I can't. And maybe that'll be my resolution for 2023 is to stop making so much bullshit in Canva. But for right now, I love it. So I'm going to keep doing that. But I'm going to prioritize the important things more in 2022. So you're going to be seeing a lot more of my real authentic true self in this year. So I hope that's okay. Um, And about the Bestie Bundle, if you're a podcast listener and you're not on my email list and you're not on social media, totally cool because um, I did offer when I was doing that 14-day launch, I offered an insane discount on the bundle and I'm going to offer another discount exclusively for podcast listeners 
for the first quarter of 2022. So make sure you stay and listen to the end because I'm going to give you that discount code um, and it's going to take quite a bit off of the bundle. So jumping into today's topic, uh, there's something that happened over the holidays, pretty much during the month of December that I've been talking about quite a bit on Instagram. And it is that Spotify has now introduced ratings, which they've never had before. This was an Apple podcast thing. You hear podcasters, and I'm sure if you are a podcaster, you're constantly asking your audience for ratings, reviews, follows on Apple Podcasts, and there wasn't anything like that on Spotify. Spotify, um, which is kind of a good thing because it was less for you to have to worry about. Now you have to worry about one more thing, which I get is annoying. However, these ratings are going to be a super cool tool for you as a podcaster or if you're thinking about becoming a podcaster. And so I really wanted to take the time to talk about this with you and why it's so important. I have been talking with quite a few entrepreneurs and podcasters, and it's not really seeming to sink in the significance of podcast ratings. Like I am just over the moon excited about it and it's not sinking in with everyone. And so I wanted to explain why it's so important in my opinion, take it or leave it. But maybe just a new perspective will help you to realize it is really important right now that you're asking your audience to go and rate your podcast on Spotify. So before we start talking about why you want to consider really asking your audience for ratings on Spotify right now, let's go back, rewind, and let's talk about this idea of chart placement. Now, chart placement really does matter because what happens is your peak on any chart, so say you're on, you know, the top 200 chart or you're on the the top of the the top 10 for the spirituality chart or the top 10 for the true crime chart or the top 10 for whatever it is that your category is. You want to rank in this top selection of shows because it helps with so many things. It's a selling point when you start reaching out to guests. It's a selling point when you're talking to potential sponsors and when you're trying to get a deal with a network. It's something that your ideal clients are going to look at, you know, before they trust you with investing their time and listening to your podcast. If you're an entrepreneur and you're using your podcast as a marketing tool, this is important to you because your ideal clients are out there searching the podcast app. And one of the things that they look at is how are you charting? How many ratings do you have? How many reviews do you have? What other reviews say? It's super, super important. And obviously the best chance you have at chart placement is on the day that you launch your very first episodes. So just like your favorite musician, and I always tie back podcasting to the world I come from, which is entertainment, most specifically the music business. I was an artist manager for a decade. So that's um, the entertainment space is a space that I know really, really well. And podcasting is an offshoot of entertainment. And so everything ties together, which I think is really cool. But think about a musician. Think about your favorite musician before they release any album. 
or even a single, really. It seems like you're seeing them everywhere, right? You're seeing them on talk shows. You're seeing them on the Today Show performing, and they're guesting on podcasts, and they're announcing a new tour, and they're in all of these blogs and, you know, doing digital publications and interviews and all these things, right? And this all happens right before the album actually comes out. So during this window of pre-release promotion, the artist, what they're doing, the musician is driving all of their fans to pre-save the album or pre-order the album, right? So So let's talk about pre-saving on Spotify. So all of those pre-saves before the album actually comes out are going to count towards their total download or stream count or whatever it is on release day. And the total download or stream count, all of that bundled together within a very short window. So like the first 24 hours that the album's released, that determines their placement on any given chart. And so now that you know how that works kind of in the music world in a loose way of kind of describing it, let's talk about podcast charts. Now, if you don't know what I mean when it comes to a chart for podcasts, um, let's, let's just look at Apple Podcasts, right? Where chart placement is really historically up until now, that's where chart placement has mattered the most. There weren't really charts anywhere else. You can argue that. Obviously, we have chartable and things like that. However, Apple podcast charts are what non-podcasters are going to look at if they're trying to see if your show is important, okay, for lack of better terms. So when you go to Apple Podcasts, and I recommend doing this on a desktop computer, um, you go to Apple Podcasts and you click on what's called top charts, I think. And you look at that and you'll see the top, I think it's 200 shows across all of the categories within Apple Podcasts. Now, placing here on this top charts section is gold, right? So If you are someone who you're an influencer or you've already established yourself online, you definitely have a chance on launch day to land here in the top 200. And you can land really high up on launch day if you're strategic about it. If, however, you are a newer entrepreneur, you're using your podcast as a marketing tool, you're a micro-influencer, you don't have the amount of followers that are going to take action when you ask them to follow, rate, and review your show, then it's more likely that you're probably not going to place here. But what you can aim to do is you can aim to place on the chart for a specific category. So let's say you have a comedy podcast. And the category, for instance, is comedy that your show falls into. If you are a smaller influencer or smaller um, you know, business owner, whatever it is, you are going to really aim for charting on that comedy chart. So if you can be top 10 on the comedy chart, that's probably where you're going to aim for. So as a podcaster, if you're not yet landing on the top categories chart, you can still use peaking on the comedy chart as a huge selling point. And it's so important that you're aiming for that because every every little win you have with your podcast, I always recommend keeping a media kit. So like a one shape uh a one-page PDF that has all the highlights of your show. And every win you have for your podcast that's significant, like a chart placement, for example, is another 
point that you will add to your media kit. And over time, you'll see that your media kit gets getting better and better and better, which is going to result in you getting better guests on your shows or not better, but more influential guests on your shows. It's going to result in sponsors. Look, your show is going to look really attractive to sponsors. It's going to look really attractive to networks. It's all about positioning, right? And so chart placement is something that can hugely, hugely, hugely affect um, how your show is perceived, right? So if you're aiming for placement on the comedy chart and you land at, say, number one on the comedy chart, there's a chance you might not even land on the all categories chart at all, even though you landed at number one on the comedy chart. Or let's say you did land in the top categories chart and you landed at number 18, let's say, but you're number one in comedy. If you're putting this stat on your media kit, or you're mentioning this in an email, or you're in a conversation and you're talking about where you've landed in a chart, it's going to seem, it's going to perceive uh, as more attractive to say, we landed at number one, we peaked at number one on the comedy chart, rather than saying we peaked at number 18 on the all categories chart. It's just a psychological kind of interpretation that matters here because they're exactly the same thing. They're the same amount of downloads. It's the same amount of everything, right? But to someone who doesn't understand podcasts and how they work, podcasting is so new. A lot of people just don't understand how it works. It just sounds better to say that you landed at number one on the comedy chart, okay? Now, if you haven't yet started your podcast, the best chance you have for chart placement is the day you share your podcast with the world for the very first time. So when you launch your show, that's always going to be the best chance you have for chart placement. And there's a whole strategy behind that that we can get into. It's not what we're here to talk about today, um, but I do I do want to mention that. So if you have not if you have not yet launched your show, really, really, uh, if you can and you know, sometimes when you're launching a podcast, it's sort of an afterthought. And if you're trying to do the bare minimum and you just don't want to mess with it, totally cool. I totally get that. Um, but if you are someone who would be willing to spend a little bit, a little extra time on the front end to do a strategic rollout, it's really important at this time on your launch day during your launch window that you're pushing for chart placement. And there is strategy to do that. Um, If you're someone who already has a podcast and you haven't yet seen your show place on any given chart, there are strategies that you can use to um, get chart placement as well, have a peak on a chart. Again, we're not here to talk about that. But what I want to, the point I'm trying to make in speaking about chart placement before we talk about this new Spotify ratings thing is that I want you to understand how important it is to position your show in a way that it's going to draw, it's going to grow, right? Think about the goal you have with your podcast. If your goal is to monetize, if your goal is to draw in in an audience of your ideal clients so that you can direct them, you know, organically back to your existing income generating products and services. If your goal is just to be a light in the world and reach as many people as possible and share a message, if your goal is to teach whatever your goal is with your podcast, 
I guarantee that most of you, if not all of you, would benefit from discoverability. And a huge way to get discoverability is to have high ratings and to have a lot of reviews. The more ratings and reviews you have, the more visibility, the more visibility, the more you're going to be able to keep sharing content that you want to share out there into the world. And so now that Spotify has just released this new feature of you can now rate podcasts on Spotify, it's super important that right away you start asking your audience to do this because as of right now, many podcasters don't even know this exists. And so the more ratings that on Spotify that you can get, the higher you're going to bump in the algorithm, the more people are going to be finding you organically. It's so important so important that you share this information with your audience like today (laughs) or in the near future, because the more five-star ratings that your podcast gets on Spotify, it's just the more attractive your show is going to look to guests, to cold clients, to sponsors, to networks, all of the things, right? If you're launching a podcast in the near future, make it part of your strategy right from day one to be asking for ratings on Spotify and then for ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and follows on both. So at the end of your episode, I recommend saying it verbally and then also putting it in your show notes just and on social media, all the places, whenever you can to say, hey, if you're enjoying this content, chances are someone else might too. I'd really appreciate it if you would follow on your favorite listening app. Go ahead and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating on Spotify, hopefully five stars. And now what's interesting is that to a podcaster, if you're someone like me, I'm just like, why aren't my family and friends rating my show on Spotify. It's so easy. Same thing with Apple Podcasts, but Spotify specifically, I'm like, everyone uses Spotify. Literally, it it, it operates just like the music platform. When you, If you know how to use Spotify for music, you would assume people know how to use Spotify for podcasts. But what I've realized is that they literally don't. They don't. <laughs> people don't understand how to use Spotify and it's because they don't care. Like, I don't know how to use a lot of apps that I don't care about. I just happen to care about Spotify for various reasons, music and then podcasting and whatever. So when you're asking them to follow and rate your show on Spotify, you have to make it super easy for them to do it. And you have to explain to them how to do it. You would be so surprised. I, even from podcasters, I've received the question, how do I actually do it? How do I actually ask people to follow and rate my show when I don't even know how to do it myself? And so I've put up Instagram posts about it, um, and I recommend you do the same. Now, whether you are thinking about starting a podcast and you're recording episodes, or if you already have a podcast, uh, the best way to let your audience know about this new Spotify ratings feature is to... Obviously, you can share it on social media, but you can also, in your episodes, just ask them for a follow and a five-star rating. It's very simple. I usually say something like, hey, if you enjoy, if you're enjoying this content, someone else might too. So I really appreciate it. If you would share on social media, go ahead and tag me. And keep in mind that higher ratings and better reviews on your favorite podcast listening app means 
more visibility and more visibility means that I'll be able to keep sharing content with you. So go ahead and click follow wherever you're listening. Make sure to leave a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave an amazing review as well. Something like that. doesn't matter. Just whatever you can say in your podcast to let your audience know about this feature and that they already know about the feature. If you mentioned it in the past, repetition is what's going to breed results. So repeating this over and over in every single episode and going linking your show in the show notes and reminding and reminding and reminding and posting on social media, eventually your audience is going to take action and do that, but they probably won't do it on the first time. So I really recommend creating some sort of graphic that you can share on social media that asks your audience for a five-star rating on Spotify. And you've, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me post mine multiple times. Um, and what I did is to make it as easy as possible for other podcasters and people that listen to this podcast and people that follow me is I made a template that you can use. So it's a Canva template. You know, I'm obsessed with Canva and all you have to do is switch out the colors so that the colors are more on brand with your podcast. You put the title of your podcast, whatever it is. Um, You plug in a screenshot of your show from Spotify and boom, now you have your own graphic. You didn't have to waste your own time creating a Canva thing. And I've done the work for you and it's just plug and play. And then what you do is you just share that graphic consistently. So you share it the first time and you're probably not going to see a lot of people take action. You're going to share it the second time, maybe a week later, a week later, a week later, a week later, Whatever it is, get into some kind of cadence of asking for this on social media, and you will see that in time, people, your audience will then be trained to do this for you. So if you want that template, it is completely free. You just go to startingapodcastiseasy.com slash Spotify template. Startingapodcastiseasy.com slash Spotify template. And again, it's totally free, uh, and you can use it if you want. Use don't use it if you don't want to, but I hugely, hugely recommend whether or not you use this template that you are asking your audience for five-star reviews. So let's recap and talk about four reasons why it's important that you start right now asking your audience for a five-star rating on Spotify. Number one, it's because people don't know People don't know. They don't know this feature exists. I found out about it because I'm on a newsletter from Spotify, you know, as a podcaster, I have a business in podcasting. And so this is key information for me to know. And the average Joe is not on Spotify's mailing list for podcasters, right? They have no idea that this exists. And your listeners They know that they're listening to your show for free and they know that that comes at some sort of cost, right? It's your time. It's your time investment and you may not be monetizing that. You may be obviously monetizing that, but your audience has an awareness that they're getting amazing content for free. And so in an energetic exchange, most people are going to be happy to take 10 seconds to go 
click on a link that you provide. You're going to make it easy for them. Click on a direct link to your show, click follow and give it a five-star rating. That's a really easy ask, but they just don't know. They don't know. So your family, your friends, your listeners, they want to support you. They want to see your podcast grow and they just don't know, right? They don't know about this feature. Second reason is psychologically, people need to hear things multiple times before they take action. This goes for everything, not just podcast call to actions. <laughs> um, this goes for everything. It's like we're just designed by nature. We have to hear things over and over. That's why we see the same commercial over and over. That's why we hear the same ads over and over. I can't tell you how many Instagram ads I saw for sugar bear hair. <laughs> back when that was a big thing with influencers. And it probably took like, I don't know, 30 times seeing and hearing about sugar bear hair before I finally bought the product. And I bought the product and I was obsessed with it, right? And I may have never bought that product. It's just one example, but I may have never bought that product if someone had only shared about it one time. So think about asking for ratings in the same exact way. You have to ask every single episode in multiple social media posts. You have to teach them how to do it. You have to make sure that it's easy for them by including direct links to your show and just know that people want to support you. It's just they're busy, right? They have a million things going on. Usually they're listening to your podcast while multitasking. They aren't even near their phone. Like if you're like me, I listen to podcasts when I'm working out. So I'm usually on a trail run or I'm in the gym or maybe I'm on a road trip and I'm just not, not typically in a space where I'm going to be able to look at my phone and follow and rate five stars and maybe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It's just very rare that I ever am able to do that while I'm listening to the podcast. But I need to be reminded on the podcast to do it. But then when I'm really going to do it is probably when I'm sitting there scrolling through social media, like in bed or on the toilet, <laughs> like whatever it is. <laughs> I'm scrolling social media and I do have some time and when I see a graphic saying, hey, will you please, as a way to support the show, if you've been enjoying this free content, please follow and leave a five-star rating on Spotify. Then if there's a link right there and it's easy for me to do it, I'm going to be happy to do it. And I do it all the time. Podcaster, because I know how important this is, if I have any friend that is podcasting, I always, first thing I do is I follow, I I listen to a little bit of an episode. I leave a thoughtful, real review on Apple Podcasts. I rate it five stars. I would never rate anything lower than five stars. I think that's just rude. But on, well, I take that back. I will not rate at all if I don't think it's worth a five-star review. So I'm not going to be the person to rate one star though, because that's just mean, I think. Whatever. My opinion, I would never rate anything lower than five stars. But anyway, um, what was I saying? I was saying it's more likely that when I am sitting there on my phone on social media, I'm going to take the time to rate a podcast. And so that's why if you have a graphic that you can share every so often, it's going to serve as a great reminder. And that's what's going to produce probably the most results. 
Um, and so I have a graphic for my own podcasts that I work on or that I host or whatever. I have graphics for those. And then I also created a template for you to use. So if you're someone who, whether you're good in Canva or not, it's going to save you time just to use this template. Um, and uh, it's kind of complicated to do the screenshots on Spotify to to tell someone how to follow and rate on Spotify. I recommend obviously sharing screenshots. And just because of the placement of how Spotify does things, um, you can't really directly screenshot and just quickly share those and have it look good. So I've kind of like chopped it up and and just made it super easy. All you have to do is to plug in your cover art. So just a graph, uh, whatever image of your cover art, you just throw that into my template and then you download the screenshots and then you add those screenshots to the graphic template that I've created for you to use to ask your audience for a rating. It's all very easy and I explain it all in the templates, but it's going to save you so much time in trying to do this yourself. Just believe me. You can add your own brand colors, add the title of your podcast, all the things, and it's going to look like it's uniquely yours. So highly recommend grabbing that template. You just go to startingapodcastiseasy.com slash Spotify template, and you'll be able to see it there. And of course, I will link it in the show notes. Um, anyway, okay, back to the four reasons. So first reason is first reason why it's important that you share this information with your audience right now is because people just don't know that it exists. Second reason was human beings need to be reminded over and over before they're going to take action. Third reason is your competitors are doing this. And if you want to play the game, if you want to play the podcasting game, then you got to play the game. It is the lazy way out to think that people are just going to do this out of the kindness of their heart because they won't. You have to ask. You have to ask for people to rate your show. You have to ask for them to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. You just have to. They're not, unless you're me like or someone like me who just, I live and breathe this stuff and I, I find it so important personally, but most people do not. I am very unique in that way. Most people are not going to, unless you ask them, really ask them. They're not going to go out of their way to do this. It's just a waste of time for them. So your competitors are asking. Your competitors may have bigger audiences than you. And right now is your opportunity right from the start to be asking for these ratings to keep up. And that brings me to number four is if you don't ask your audience right now to be rating your podcast on Spotify five stars, your show eventually is likely going to suffer in the podcast algorithm, which means that because your show doesn't have any ratings, when somebody clicks in the topic of your show or the title of your show, even it might not show up. Um, and that happens too, just so you're aware, if you don't publish episodes for a while, um, and I am by no means saying that every podcast needs to publish every single week at all. I don't do that myself. And it's not something I recommend to all of my clients. It can be helpful, um, but it's not 100% necessary. But just so that you know, if you don't publish podcast episodes for an extended period of time, your show will also not show up. Um, I have a podcast that hasn't had an episode published in a year-ish. And even if I type in the exact title of the podcast, it doesn't even show up. So just know that. And anything you can do to boost your visibility in the podcast listening apps is a good idea. So 
ask your audience for that five-star rating on Spotify. You will not regret it. I promise you. I know it can be uncomfortable asking for stuff like that, but believe me when I say I have done a lot of this, a lot of starting businesses and a lot of asking for testimonials and a lot of asking for ratings and asking for reviews. And the people that I've seen really excel just don't give a shit. Like they they ask because they know it, that it's so important. And the only re- reason that I have any ratings on my podcasts or reviews or that my clients have ratings and reviews, the only reason that we have those is because we've asked. Had we not asked, there's very few people that would do it. So just know that it is incredibly important and that you're supported and I want you to be found on the listening directories. Um, and that is why I'm taking the time to share this info with you. And specifically, obviously, if you have not yet rated this podcast five stars on Spotify, I would hugely appreciate it. Uh, follow on Instagram at the Angie Griffith for more tips and tricks for graphics that you can share to your own socials. So you don't even have to worry about the template if you just want to share what I've already made teaching people how to follow and rate on Spotify or any of the other things. I I try to create content like that that's shareable on Instagram for podcasters. So highly recommend giving me a follow on Instagram. I will link that in the show notes. And then if you have not um, checked out the podcast Bestie Bundle, let's talk about that for just a second. So what it is exactly, it is two consultation sessions, one-on-one consultation with me. And it's basically, I call it the podcast Bestie Bundle because if you just love to sit with your bestie and just bounce ideas off of each other, just get some fresh eyes on what you're doing, what you're sharing with the world, how you can make it better, then this was made for you. I want to make 2022 the best year yet in business, in your podcast, and just get together to reset, refocus, and really just amplify your influence online. So I designed this specifically for entrepreneurs who already have existing income generating products, services, or platforms. And you're either two things. You're considering launching a podcast to drive a targeted audience back towards those existing income generating platforms, products, and services, or you're an entrepreneur who already has an existing podcast to support your business or your personal brand, and you're just ready to take it to the next level. And when I say entrepreneurs, I mean entrepreneurs. So if you are someone who perhaps you have imposter syndrome about using that name to identify yourself, even if you are just an influencer, I don't want to say just, scratch that. Wrong, wrong wrong word choice. If you are an Instagram influencer, a micro-influencer or a huge macro-influencer with millions of followers, even if you do not have income-generating platform or income-generating products or services, if you are doing brand deals, you're an entrepreneur. If you are doing affiliate marketing, you're an entrepreneur. If you're anything you're doing that is resulting in you making money, you're an entrepreneur. And I will go as far to say that your Instagram following or your email list with the right people, that is a form of currency as well. 
I just, with this bundle, I want to work with people who are really trying to make a difference in their life, in their finances, in the world, whatever it is, this is for you. This is not for you if you are someone looking for, you know, the step-by-step how to start a podcast that I have a whole nother offer for that. That's not for this. We're not talking about nitty gritty, like how to upload, how to record all that stuff. It's so insignificant compared to the strategy. In my opinion, you can find the how to anywhere. I have a whole group coaching program that goes through a lot of the how to and strategy, but this is a strategy session. It is two sessions. The first session is kind of like therapy. We're just going to take a deep dive into your existing business, your existing platforms and whatever it is. And I just want to get an understanding of where you're at so that then in that second session, I can really come in and help you brainstorm ways to tie in a podcast to really accelerate the growth of the rest of your ecosystem. Think about it this way. What comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? The business or the podcast for the bestie bundle, It's you already have the business and now how can you use a podcast to accelerate the growth of your business in the best way possible? So that's what we're going to talk about if you decide to jump in and purchase the podcast bestie bundle. So it's two one-on-one consultation sessions. And when I did, when I originally launched this offer over the holidays, I, like I said, I did a 14 day launch over email and Instagram and I had a reduced rate during that time and that promotion has ended. The rate was $444 because it's an angel number and the, that was the promotional rate and then full rate is $777, which is another angel number. And actually, while we're here, let me tell you what those two numbers actually mean. So I am super into like spiritual stuff and I love angel numbers. So seven is like my number, but 444 is like the most powerful angel number. And 444 means the ascended masters are near you, desiring you to know that you have their help, love and companionship, which I think is just a beautiful message for you going into this new year. Um, 777 is the actual full rate for this podcast bestie bundle, 777 means keep up the good work and know your wish is coming true. So either way, these are amazing messages just to go into the new year with. And that's why I priced the bundle at the price that you see or that I'm telling you about. So Anyways, the promotion has now ended, and if you go on the website, full rate is 777 for everyone else. For podcast listeners, I have a special offer for you where I'm going back and I'm going to offer you that 444 rate, and that's total for both sessions. Um, and you're you're going to have a podcast-specific um, discount code. The podcast discount code is podcast bestie, all one word, all caps. And it's going to give you exactly 57.2% off of the bundle, making it $444.44. So obsessed with that. I am all about the angel numbers. I want you to have a discount and I want that discount to be big. And it is. And I also want it to mean something. So that is why your discount code is 57.2% off. And so what you're going to get is your two sessions, right? When you purchase it, you'll be able to schedule your first session. We'll jump in. We'll do all the things. Now, as an additional bonus for podcast listeners only, when you purchase with that discount code, you're also going to get 
a 30-day, um, a bonus of 30 days Slack support. So we'll have our first session, we'll have our second session, and then after the second session, I want to still have contact with you in case you have little questions or maybe there's something we didn't quite get to or whatever. Just I want you to have additional access just to make sure that it's a full rounded experience for you. And so in total, you'll get two sessions plus 30 days of Slack support and you're getting a huge discount. So this discount is going to be valid all the way through the first quarter of 2022. It will expire on March 31st. So make sure to get it before then. Hopefully you get it like right now. I don't, I don't want you to wait till you know, the end of the first quarter of 2022 to get started on this. So get it as soon as possible. Um, and I am so looking forward to getting to work with you one-on-one if you do decide to. Um, if this doesn't sound like something that's quite right for you and you just want to jump on a quick 15-minute call to discuss what else is available, that's always an option as well. You can just go to startingapodcastiseasy.com slash strategy and sign up for a complimentary 15-minute strategy session where we'll just talk about, you know, what is your unique situation? What exactly is it that you need? And then we'll see if I offer something that would work for you that's energetically aligned both ways. And if not, if I can create one. And if not, then chances are I know someone who can probably provide what you're looking for. So that's always an amazing option. And I think that's all for today. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Again, I'm doing this whole thing of like trying not to be a perfectionist and trying just to like talk naturally because that's how I tend to relate to podcasters that kind of just speak off the cuff as well. And I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself to have everything like perfectly planned. Um, So please give me some feedback, Um, not as a review if it's negative, please. Give me some private feedback. Let me know if you like this. And um, so just know that while you're learning, I'm learning. And as a coach, as a mentor, I just want to make sure I'm a couple steps ahead of you. And so that is my goal. And if I can make your life easier and if you want to work together, just get in touch with me anytime and we will figure it out. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you again, hopefully soon. The views and opinions expressed in each episode are those of the individual contributors and do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host and team or the owner of this intellectual property. This podcast is not an authority of legal advice and listeners are encouraged to seek professional counsel with regard to their brand, their business, and otherwise. We all hope you enjoy and find value in each episode.